0: Yeah, just looking at my wavs, I'm pretty loud. My clap clipped, for
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah, we call that a clap clip, a clip (sighs) clap. (laughs) Yeah, and I've been getting a lot of clip claps in my DAWs recently. Hmm. See, everybody, you ever be using your DAW and then your clip claps? (laughs) And then what's even worse is when you've stacked clip-clap upon clip-clap, and then you have a clip-clap collapse. Yeah, when you get a a clip-clap that goes all the way down to the bottom,
0: just Mm. keeps on clapping and clipping? It's clips all the way clap.
1: (laughs) Okay, so what were you saying about logic? Okay, so I'm going to... So a a DAW, a DAW, a Digital Audio Workstation. Uh Uh-huh. That's one type of app. What is there an abbreviation abbreviation like that for a video editor? What are uh, pros like you say?
0: I'm sure
1: there is. I know, like I I know I've read it. I just don't remember. Hmm. It should be a DVW, a digital video workstation. If we're going off of <laughs> da, but then you can't you can't say da. <laughs> da is already a stretch. I feel like yeah. Like I feel like I can't say da to anyone that isn't. Like, really into DAWs. Because <laughs> it's just like, what are you even saying? Uh-huh. Uh, but so this one's for all the DAWers out there. All the Gogger DAWers. DAWers. Um, I'm going to put up at the top. With hesitation, <laughs> I'm going to put Premiere Pro. Because Wait, as a DAW? No, with all of these digital oh, media okay. workstations. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Apps in which you take video and or audio Mm -hmm. and you like cut and affect it right Mm -hmm. to make something new yeah premiere pro probably the most logical and well-designed and versatile and yet intuitive of them all Mm -hmm. but it it, i feel like it i've never used without it crashing or bugging out in some way so it has that (laughs) tip (laughs) against it yeah um beneath that i'm gonna put final cut definitely not as versatile uh-huh. A little funner to use than Premiere. <laughs> but, you know, very limited in certain things and frustrating in certain ways and just yeah. weird in Apple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then I'm going to... Mm, I might put Reaper in between those two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, actually, no. Reaper, Reaper's at the top. I take that all back. Reaper's the best of them all. <laughs> Reaper's the number one. And okay, then I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. And then go down about 15,000 <laughs> notches and that's where you have Logic Pro.
0: So, but... just. So, so everyone understands at the beginning of like when we first started recording the season or maybe a little before that, it was like, I'm getting logic pro like, mm-hmm. like I'm fine. Like that, that's what all the like cool people use. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's going to be great. That's what
1: Matthew devil uses. Yeah. How could I, how could I be going wrong? And,
0: and <laughs> because I have, uh, issues with final cut and, and mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if it's like similar. And you were like. No, I bet. Like, this is like what all the pros
1: use. Like, it, it's got to be great. <laughs> so, I mean, what, were, know, I, what went wrong, Tim? Here's the thing, is that all the... Well, I don't think all the pros use anything, but yeah, all the yeah. pros do use Logic.
0: <laughs> but a like, lot of people uh, do use it.
1: A lot of people, a lot of musicians that I, like, really respect and that do exactly what I am trying to do yeah. use Logic and make amazing things with it. But it's just... Reaper, which I've been using for years now, is so logical and tactile and everything just works flawlessly for the most part. There are definitely weird little like things it'll do, but it's just to record, to arm a bunch of tracks, to like copy and paste things, effects and audio files Mm -hmm. and stuff like you can just I can fly through Reaper without a second thought about anything and logic. I've been using it for months now. Like, I, I'm, I'm over the the very beginner hump of it, mm-hmm. where it, it all kind of makes sense to me. And yeah. it's just, I can't do anything without Logic just stopping me dead in my tracks. <laughs> and half the time, it's, be, it's for reasons that are absolutely unexplainable. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it'll just, just things won't work. Things won't, like, turn on. There's a million, and he, this is what it really is, Devin. This is why I have such a, a strong emotion, is that there's... A million little things it won't let you do that every other app does, and there's no way to change it. And the only explanation you can find online is that it's Apple, <laughs> and it's just for that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that makes sense. Imagine, imagine I texted mad about this, and they did not understand why I was so frustrated. And I've looked it up online, and people, people when I look this but up Matt's say like, like, extremely in the Apple like ecosystem, right? Yeah, like yeah, and, and also, he always has
0: been. Yeah, Matt's also
1: literally professionally trained. Yeah, like, <laughs> they went to school for it. So, um, but Devin, imagine if every time you tried to delete an audio file, you got mm-hmm. an a pop up. <laughs> uh-huh. Like you and now, Matt. Yeah. Like, like, are you sure you want to do this? You delete something. Yeah. And there's no like, don't show show me these. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah. I've looked in every setting. I've looked at every post on Reddit.com. There's not a way to fix this. <laughs> you
0: looked at and every post on Reddit.com, every single just one. Just on of them. the off chance that someone would <laughs>
1: talk about logic. The r slashes that I scrolled through, <laughs> Devin. You you wouldn't believe the things I saw. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. it's just it's all these these little things where it treats you like a baby, yeah. or it's just no, arbitrarily that makes difficult. That makes sense. Yeah, it does not surprise me at all. I mean.
0: Just in the fact that it that it's called pro is the only thing that
1: like is a little surprising that you'd think it wouldn't do that, but (laughs) Yeah. That's truly yeah, it's in the name. It is Devin, literally it's neither logical nor professional. (laughs) Yeah. I do wanna say though, one the one thing that is undeniable is that logic has like the best sounding effects and MIDI instruments mm-hmm. like ever so yeah that is undeniable and i will still use it for those reasons but just not as you know my primary thing mm. do you want to know what the video like equivalent is of DOS? exactly i'm literally sitting here
0: waiting for you to say it though <laughs> are you ready for this nle yeah.
1: nle non-linear editing system oh NLE. <laughs> open up your note n- Open up your NOLI for me. Class, everyone open up your NOLI. Say hey to your NOLI. Nah. LA. <laughs> everyone say hey to your NOLI.
0: <laughs> I wish Mr. Prevost would have, like, taught like that. Taught us out his premiere
1: like that. <laughs> that's Yeah, the first thing you need to know.
0: <laughs>
1: um, welcome to Geolography. <laughs> I don't know if that's going <laughs> to
2: stay in
0: or not, Gog. but... <laughs>
1: Oh man, I hope not. <laughs> bonus
0: episode, yeah, that, yeah, that's gonna be one of our bonus episodes. We'll just send that to Andy. Cause he's <for> the one <season laughs> who wants bonus episodes. <laughs> Everyone else they is all... like, "There's
1: too many episodes already. We don't need <laughs> more." <laughs> that's actually painfully true. <laughs> people, people don't even want to listen to the regular episodes. Why would they listen to an extra one? Yeah, why would they want a bonus? of something they don't already want. Why would they want a bonus, Devin? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Obviously. That's a that's a separate issue, Tim. I Man, don't. you know, sometimes Devin, sometimes I look at our view counts and I'm like, wow, this is like we're in a wasteland. <laughs> wow, it's like we're in a wasteland one.
0: Uh yeah.
1: That's the game we're talking about. <laughs> um and and guess what? This was actually all on topic because we wasted your time. <laughs> Tim, did you uh, last episode we talked about Mad Max?
0: Did mm-hmm. you end up
1: watching Mad Max two? I watched two and three. Okay, just I watched Thunderdome just last night. Wow, did okay. you watch? Did you watch any more? I watched two yesterday.
0: Mm. Did you notice that they call the like like the place the wasteland? Oh, I didn't notice that. No, yeah wow it's like in the beginning that when they're like doing that like weird like setup you know like the like weird like newsreel kind of like (laughs) yeah it calls it the wasteland and then like at one other point someone references where they are like the setting of the wasteland wow so they literally just like took it from there
1: (laughs) yeah no it's like definitely watching two and three has made it very clear that Wasteland and Fallout are directly, like, Mm -hmm. the descendants of Mad Max for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they even, like, said, like, that, like, their original plan was basically
0: to make, like, a Mad Max-style game, and then they kind of, like, changed it, or, like, changed their plan a little bit, but it's definitely, like, you can definitely see it. Also, it's insane how, like, just, like, Mad Max 2 is, like, that's what people think of when they think of Mad Max. Yeah. It's like, I don't think, has anyone even, like, <laughs> does anyone remember actual Mad Max? Because it's so different and it's so weird that, like, it's, like, they, they like, show, like, scenes from the first movie. And yeah, it's like, this yeah. takes place after that. But then
1: it's like, yeah, it, it the setting is completely is like, different. <laughs> yeah, the, how is this in the same universe? Like, how are you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels like they almost should have just kind of pretended like the first one didn't happen. Yeah, that's what makes it that so That would have weird, made a little more sense. like
0: they wanted to do, like, both
1: things. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, it, honestly, though, with with Thunderdome, one, I want to say, Thunderdome is actually better than, I think, I remembered it being, in the, I mean, better yeah. than our conversation made it seem. I really enjoyed did, it. Yeah. Um, a little bit weird and boring at points, but, um, yeah. like it also though it's, it's just all three of them are they very distinctly gradually get crazier and crazier in a more and more mad max way mm-hmm. and you can it, it actually makes a lot more sense when you watch all three cuz it's it's it, you can see the ramping up and you can see that with each passing movie it becomes more and more like fallout <laughs> cuz in the third yeah. one they're in like a big city that is exactly like a fallout city yeah and it literally starts out with um mad max l- uh, looking at a, a tank of water that someone's offering him, and then he like holds up a radiation thing to it. He oh, makes yeah. the, it, it makes like gzz, gzz, like the same sound that they use in Fallout. <laughs> and then he he says like, "Oh, love the Fallout." Oh wow! He, he says the word as if to just make it completely obvious. That's crazy. Yeah, and that one came out
0: before uh, Wasteland as well. So oh, okay, I I've been meaning to
1: look that up. Yeah. So,
0: okay, that actually makes a lot of sense then. Which is like that. Nineteen eighty-five is like the year that like they started to like mm. like put together. Wasteland. I don't know if they like actually started making the game, but like that's when uh, yeah uh, Brian Fargo like like started thinking about it. I think
1: that makes a lot of sense. I actually i I feel like the third one was probably it had to have been the biggest inspiration because it's like the Mm -hmm. most like these games yeah and it's like it's not as like car focused right yeah it's actually it's kind of i didn't even realize until it happened but at the last climactic scene is a big car chase Uh and i was like oh there wasn't a single car until this point (laughs) that's insane yeah it's also crazy to me that like the
0: um like the climax like the finale of mad max 2 is just Fury road like, and, like yeah Spirit road is just the climax stretched out to a whole movie basically mm-hmm. <laughs> also the reveal yeah. spoilers for Mad max too. i guess the reveal that like the narrator is the little kid <laughs> the whole time is the greatest like movie reveal of all time
1: that was <laughs> probably the most insane part
0: of the whole movie <laughs> the, the, like this kid who never speaks and then like is like, and then I became the leader, and it's like a it's like a shot of him, <laughs> of the great northern God. tribe. It's like that is that crazy. was I laughed
1: so hard. <laughs> uh, I also, I really feel like the intro and outro of Road Warrior mm-hmm. were totally a last minute thought. Oh, I wonder if it was like, like it totally feels like a studio thing. Yeah, like someone like was a, like, like, you gotta, a, gotta like. Put put some setup on this, like lead us to where you're at, because it it just like the first one. It's like there's so much that is unexplained Uh that is kind of necessary to know really what's happening. Yeah, to get the stakes of it all. Um, yeah, and then that would explain why this kid is featured throughout the whole movie as silent, and then suddenly (laughs) he's like a a manly talkative. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, also i feel like you could see um something we didn't talk about last episode but uh that george miller is the director of babe two and writer of babe Mm. one and uh happy feet you can see his love of animals in in mad max 2 because it was like there's like all like farm animals inside the little like Mm. compound and there's like scenes of like the guy like chasing like a pig and stuff Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like there's just lots. Lock- oh my god, there's actually there's a whole thing with pigs in the third one too. Oh really? <laughs> you think of that. <laughs> and then there's like the the, the dog in Mani Max
0: Two. That's like Max's dog, you know? That's his like companion. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that.
1: That yeah. that also is straight out of Fallout Three and Four. Oh really? And maybe earlier Fallout's too. I don't know if they have that, but it's yeah. like one of the like kind of like poster ideas for. I feel like for for the Bethesda Fallout series has been the fact that he has a dog. And now I'm like, oh, that's literally just Mad Max though. <laughs> like it's the it, the dog looks the same as well. It's Can like you get exactly it to like, like tie people up and like hold the <laughs> shotgun like uh, trigger in
0: its mouth or whatever? You remember Man, that? it. <laughs> that was yeah, that's that was so one good. of the best
1: parts. <laughs> no, it it, it would have been it would have been funnier if if uh, in Mad Max the dog just completely did its own thing never hurt enemies and constantly stood right in your way uh-huh. and refused to move because then that would be like oh that's where Bethesda got that idea from <laughs> yeah.
0: that would have been great yeah <laughs>
1: um okay we're not talking about Fallout not yet um
0: or Mad Max <laughs> or Mad Max I mean we're talking about all these things um, or NLEs <laughs> Now we should talk more about those uh those are relevant uh we're talking about Wasteland which is Fallout -1 as we have <laughs> discussed before or Fallout 0 I guess depending on No I don't what think do you, you consider can't 0, there's no 0
1: Yeah God yeah You know it's weird mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually you're right no it is it's Fallout 0 because then Mad Max I think we said this before Mad Max 1 through 3 are Mad, are Fallout -3 <laughs> through 1 <laughs> Did we say that? i might have said that or not i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a good thought regardless that's that's what i stand by yeah i think that, that is
0: just true yeah um okay so here so 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 yeah so obviously so it's uh from brian fargo's studio uh it, what is it interplay which also made fallout and he was also the executive producer of fallout one and two um wait wait, wait what he made Fallout? Uh-huh. Like, he didn't like it's it's somewhat unclear to me at least. Like, he's not like super involved, you know, in terms of like oh, designing okay. the games and like he's not and like he wasn't like coding them or anything. like he's just like the head okay. of the company, but it was like
1: oh, okay. definitely like because it's definitely like his ideas in terms I don't know of like how I've thought this whole time that that brian farger i didn't know his name but i was like oh whoever the guy who made wasteland inspired the person who made fallout no and he actually talks about how So okay so we're like i don't know why i thought that yeah we're jumping ahead a
0: little bit or we're we're jumping ahead to after the game came out obviously but like uh uh wasteland was published by ea electronic arts Mm.
1: that's so weird yeah
0: it it, it's so weird that (laughs) ea like was like a computer game not like a console company when it started yeah and that's like how they were, like, that was like their whole thing It was like we're gonna make like I thought their whole
1: thing was was games for everyone
0: <laughs>
1: yeah no that's what they became
0: no their whole like thing at the beginning was uh they they i believe they split off from a, atari they were like disgruntled atari employees <laughs> uh okay. and they were like we're gonna like make a company that like respects its like coders and it's like and that's why they called it electronic arts because they're like our like the people we employ are artists it's so weird to think wow. of that as like how that how company far started they've fallen. yeah <laughs> now they just like make sports games yeah they're like the worst one <laughs> they're like the least artistic yeah and they they'll, they'll come up again in in, uh, in this season because they have like a track record of, record of just like buying companies and then like those companies just like stop making games, basically. Wow, that's great. Uh, but so they that's published great. Wasteland, and so and then Brian Fargo got like mad at them for something, and uh, he was like, "Like we're just going to publish our own games from now on. We're not going to like work in another company. We don't need you." Yeah, <laughs> and so but the problem was uh, EA owns or owned the wasteland license so they couldn't make another oh. game with the wasteland name wow so he, he said in an interview that like he like he would have just made wasteland 2 but he couldn't do that so he like they called it
1: fallout basically um wow yeah so fallout is l- literally wasteland 2 so we've actually had this wrong the whole time <laughs> Fallout one through four are wasteland two through five, yeah. um, And Mad Max is wasteland (laughs) negative one through three, yeah. And then oh, but wait, that brings the zero. Yeah, and where does uh, Fury Road fall into this? Is that (laughs) maybe I think Fury Road is zero? Is wasteland zero?
0: (laughs) Okay, it doesn't get. It's not passed. Like for some reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. So so here's what I like uh think is why it's like significant
1: to talk about. Obviously like for the Fallout
0: like yeah. heritage,
1: but also it's like I I yeah, I you've already convinced me just with this whole the connection between Fallout Wasteland and Mad Max is so <laughs> is so fun to me. Um but it's like as
0: far as I at least like of ones anyone talks about, it's like I feel like the first like non-fantasy rpg mm. computer rpg that yeah, like that makes really like just showed like you didn't have to make an rpg just about like fighting like monsters yeah. and dragons and stuff like you could do other it things have to all, it doesn't all have to be ultima <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah. and then like the other thing is it's like for its time so, like, the the version that, like, we played and, like, anyone, I'm sure, it, if you, like, try and play it, if you, like, buy it on GOG or something, or mm-hmm. Steam or something, you're playing, like, the Windows version, but the original version came out on the Apple II. So, the same... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the same this computer. This
1: Apple II thing. It just... The, Apple II was the first PC. That's mm-hmm. the PC Zero.
0: <laughs> we should say this game came out in 1988, so like oh wow six years or something i don't remember when ultima four came out but like years after that
1: yeah that's that's kind of later than i was imagining
0: yeah and it was like one of like like the apple II, like basically like they like people stopped making stuff for it probably mm. around this time yeah. and like uh so anyway the like Especially for the hardware, but then just in general, like it's a very complex game, like uh, with all the systems and stuff it has, mm, and mm-hmm. of the, like, uh, like the way Brian, like the way Fargo uh, described it, is like every tile in the game is like is like a little miniature program because of like, whoa, <laughs> I'm sure that's like not a. <laughs> technical way that you would describe it but like it is crazy because uh like so you have four characters that you can like walk around with and then Mm -hmm. on tiles that like you know tiles can you can interact with in like a bunch of different ways like the i guess like the most common example that you run into is like locked doors and stuff like, your characters yeah. can have, like,
1: a lockpick ability or skill. Actually, it's pick lock. Or oh, pick lock. Just, just for clarity's <laughs> sake, I read that, and I found that remarkable that they it took them a while to figure out that lockpick lock is better. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, you can use
0: that on a door to unlock it, or you can, like, uh, use your strength attribute and just try and knock it down. Or if you have, like, um, like, there are doors that, like are obviously too strong for that and like if you have like some sort of like explosives with you you can use that on it and th- it'll blow it up so there's like it's awesome yeah there's and there's like lots of things like that where you can use like because there's like a bunch of skills in the game and mm. you can use them in like a bunch of different places and it's not like one of the problems with the game is it doesn't like tell you where you like, you can use a, a skill. You just kind of have to, like, yeah. try it. And, and like, the other, th- the other thing is, like, it doesn't tell you, like... It'll just tell you, like, if it worked or not. But it's, like, it doesn't tell you, like, can you even do this? Because <laughs> yeah. it's, like, you might just have, like, not had, like... Because what's happening is it's, like, doing, like, a dice roll, essentially. And then adding your skill, I think, to it oh oh interesting okay. so like you could just fail but then like try
1: again a bunch of times and you might succeed yeah, <laughs> yeah like you don't know if you failed because you can't do that mm-hmm. here or just because you got unlucky
0: yeah exactly
1: that's yeah and i and i think it it just it has the same you know thing that all these early games do where it's just like it's like it's like modern day Minecraft. You just had to figure it all out on your own. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. There's no indication of any of the most important things you need to do. Because I was today, I was playing Wasteland, and I think I think what? I realized that maybe part of why I have hated it so much. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, for a few minutes from now, when I talk about that, um, is because I just didn't like. I I didn't know how to do any of these complex actions, and I was probably missing a lot of things that I was supposed to do because I. I like. Are you looting? Is there a way to loot? Is there a way to get new items? Because um, I yeah, I've been I've been be to several obvious. towns and nothing nothing happened to any of my characters that made them stronger. And so I feel like I just okay Tim I've just been walking around is, getting owned.
0: This is a test. uh
1: Did you read the manual, or did you look at the manual? absolutely not? I didn't even. <laughs> so you look learned it up nothing from our
0: previous episodes. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that I do. I recognize that that is my yeah, own no, fault. It, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is a like
0: very odd and weird system, the like leveling up system in this game, because mm. like I'm sure you notice you'd like get experience, your characters would get yeah, experience, yeah, you're, but you're, like your characters don't level up automatically. You ha- there's when you're on like the main like screen of the game, there's like a list of commands at the bottom. One of them is radio. Did you know? Did okay. you notice that one? If you if you use radio, you like radio back to base, and if you have enough experience, then you level up. They like tell you. Oh like, my gosh! And like if you don't, they're like, "Sorry, you don't have enough experience. Try try again." Okay. And it's like, it's truly a baffling this like thing that they did because it makes no sense. That is sense. remarkable.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that actually see that kind of perfectly explains. Yeah, you probably everything. D- it takes a lot. Like it took a while to level up. Um, so who knows? Maybe you did, but maybe it's just, I just fought so many enemies. It's all I've done in that game (laughs) is it's like, you can't take two steps without finding a bunch of like bunnies. And so, (laughs) yeah, I just, I, 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 have I think my first time playing, I got to the point where all of my characters were like dead and, and then would go back to one health mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get, I couldn't recover from that. Yeah. So I've just been walking around dying over and over again. And I didn't know that I had to call the radio to <laughs> level up. Yeah. Well, another thing is that they really
0: don't explain is like, so yeah, you'll take a lot of damage and then the only way to heal is like healing over time. Well, there's, there's, there mm. is another way to heal which is you go to the a doctor and you like pay them money to heal but yeah. like it's that's like kind of a waste of money because mm. money isn't like and unlimited you, you know so yeah, yeah like yeah. the good like the thing to do is like find a safe place and then just like wait yeah because then they'll just heal it, but, but it's like that's a really bad system too
1: in my opinion
0: because it's yeah, super definitely. boring like
1: yeah uh and also it's just it, i found it hard to find a safe place because i remember you yeah. telling me that the first time i played yeah, and yeah. it's like that never happened that i was somewhere where i could just sit there yeah like in the uh like in the towns is is usually
0: fine as long yeah, but like but yeah if you're like in the like because uh, one of the first areas that you go to is that like farming place Mm -hmm. that you're talking about where the bunnies are with the bunnies yeah yeah. so if if you're like in like the farm area then yeah like enemies will just keep coming essentially which is also yeah like really annoying (laughs) and yeah that that's one of the other like problems is just yeah there's way too much
1: like fighting and it's like the fighting is just really boring yeah, that's the thing. Like, is it's like that's basically all I did mm-hmm. in in like probably like three to four hours of playing this game yeah. is fight, and it's the single most unenjoyable <laughs> fighting system I've ever <laughs> yeah, used. Yeah, you literally like, just hit
0: like attack over and over again. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, at one point I was I was messaging you and you didn't understand. I was going a a a y a a a y a a a y. What? what? When was that? Four a's a a a a y a a a a y. <laughs> um, that was a. Monthly or something okay. when we first started playing it because that's what you do yeah. is to you yeah, know, attack yeah, yeah. attack 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 and then you confirm mm-hmm. and then just and then the scrolling text on the little terminal mm-hmm. like I love the fact that it's a terminal and the little pictures are so great yeah, I love the little pictures. but just seeing seeing the text scroll is just like so I don't know like annoying yeah yeah that was like
0: it that was like the style of the time like that was how like mm, RPGs like yeah like the ultimate we played didn't do that but a lot of other ones of the time did that and um just like the going back to the making of this games like Brian Fargo the reason he was able to make Wasteland essentially was he had the a hit with the Bard's Tale which was an like a more traditional RPG okay um and so like that was like the first RPG that like really like How like, challenged and I think, like, outsold Ultima and Wizardry, the other, like, big uh, RPG. Okay. So, like, this game was kind of, like, incorporates some of those, like, you know, how they made it, too, I think. And just, obviously, in general, this is kind of, like, how it was done. I mean, even when you look at, like, um, like, 80 Japanese RPGs, like, Mm. like the, like, Final Fantasy and stuff. Yeah, It's all, like, pretty similar to that. There wasn't, like, the scrolling text, necessarily, but it was all just, like, you would see the monster and then hit attack.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, I mean, it is just a... It is, like, clearly coming from, like, a tabletop setting where, you know, everyone in the group does their moves and then you kind of figure out how it all plays out once you've made the choice.
0: Yeah, and this one more so than even like other rpgs because his whole idea was well like a like to do something kind of like different in terms of like the setting and like Mm -hmm. like making it more like edgy and stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh but then the other thing is he was like we like why don't we just like hire game designers instead of just like because like most games in the 80s were just made by like coders essentially like Oh, interesting. But they got people who would have made tabletop games? Yeah. So he yeah, he reached out to Ken St. Andre, which is his oh, okay. his real name. <laughs> uh, I figured. Who I figured. In the like 70s, discovered D&D. Uh
1: like okay. before it like really like he found it like buried. Yeah. <laughs> like and then he brought it to the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he he was digging one day and he found it. He he found an actual dungeon fought a dragon and then found that the just the the tome of like the original rule book. <laughs> yeah but like he he
0: so he was like reading through it and he was like at first he was like oh i love this like i love the idea of like playing as like these like you know characters and like like running around like a fantasy world but then he was like mm-hmm. god there's so many like rules and like i'm <laughs> like all, like, because D&D was built off of, built from like, war gaming, which, like, the whole point was, like, complicated Mm. like, fighting rules and stuff
1: I didn't know that, that's interesting. Yeah, that's like where it came from Uh, That makes a lot of sense. And so he
0: was like like, this seems cool, but what if it was less, (laughs) like like, there was less rules and stuff, so he made the second ever tabletop RPG Tunnels and
1: Trolls (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: what yeah wait so wait so first of all dungeons and dragons i don't think i knew that that was literally the first tabletop game well it's the first like role-playing game yeah yeah okay okay yeah. then the fact that he made the second and that he called it like essentially a different version of dungeons and dragons. yeah <laughs> yeah tunnels and trolls you said yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um but but yeah and his he said that, like, he was interested in, um, like, turning stories and, like, turning them into games while, mm. uh, like, the D&D people were interested in, like, playing war games and adding a little bit of story. So, that's, like, the yeah. perspective he had. And so, he made, like, makes sense. made it a lot, like, more simplified and it was more up to, like, you know, the, like, the dungeon master and, like. The players imagination in terms of like you know like can i do this and then they would just hmm. like instead of having like a million things yeah. um and then another thing kind of on the like stepping stone to wasteland is the publishing company that published tunnels and trolls started making these single-player rpg books and this was before Choose Your Own Adventure, but it was like the, a very similar wow. thing where wow. it was like you'd read like a page or whatever and then it would be like, you know, like roll like roll some dice or whatever. And then depending on what it is, you go to a different page essentially.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And so him and uh, this other guy who would end up being the other main designer on Wasteland were like making, were like writing those as well. And then he built a non-fantasy like version of Tunnels and Trolls essentially called Mercenary Spies and Private Eyes. (laughs) And that is what, uh, (laughs) that is what uh, like Brian Fargo wanted to base his next game on. So he like hired Mm. the two of them to come make his next game.
1: Um, Wow, that is so cool. I just, I, I, I I need to know more about, this concept of rpg books a single player <laughs> tabletop rpg that's just a choose your own adventure book.
0: yeah well and i feel like, like they like i don't know if i'm sure they're still a thing but there are like uh like there are other like versions of that um that i've heard of i can't think of what they are right now hmm. but
1: yeah like those those exist yeah <laughs> Man, I want to play that. I want to try that.
0: So, yeah, that's, like, you can 100%, I think, see that in, like, like, it very much just playing it. Like, you can tell it's, like, they wanted to make, like, the, like, tabletop role-playing experience, but, like, with a computer. Like, more so than yeah.
1: most, like, like, RPGs. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean that really is in essence what you know Ultima was, and well, I guess that's really all we played. I and mean, you know, like Rogue is clearly, mm-hmm. but those similar. are like, I feel like Ultima
0: and and Rogue especially is like they're much more like I don't know they're like they're trying to be something a little different, whereas like yeah. this is like the narration and stuff is like very much like what like
1: yeah you would, like that's a good like point, what yeah. a dungeon
0: master would be saying to you.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. That is totally true. Oh wow! And like, and that's also funny because that to me is one of the most like fallout aspects of this. Mm-hmm. In that, what I wrote down is, I mean, just all the story and narration, you know. But I, the fact that it opens up with this like fake uh, future document, you know. Wait, how does um, it open? Uh, oh, I forget what it was. I just wrote, I wrote down like uh, a a fake historical document that's all he wrote (laughs) down I think it was like a thing outlining like the war that led to Wasteland Uh uh-huh yeah but anyways that and the narration and like the story and the dialogue all are very Fallout to me uh so is that is that like actually does that just mean that that distinct part of Fallout comes just from tabletop gaming um I mean possibly I'm not as familiar with Fallout as you but like I mean it's pretty much the same as you know uh, Elder Scrolls in a lot of ways yeah yeah just the tone of the writing is different but yeah
0: i mean i would say in general like yeah both of those like probably do come out of i mean just like as most most of their like design or a lot of their design does you know but yeah like i feel like it's it's a strength of the game but also definitely a weakness because like i Mm. really like the writing like in wasteland yeah like the fact that it is like these like really like nicely written like paragraphs and stuff Mm -hmm, and just like mm -hmm. weird like flavor like text and stuff yeah but at the same time it's like because the rest of the game like we were talking about before of like you having to like like either know that you're supposed to use a skill on a certain thing or Mm -hmm. like just like try it whereas like like that that is how you would do it in like a table role playing game. But the the difference is yeah. like you would have like the dungeon master you'd be like, Hey, can I do this? And they'd be like, Oh no. Yeah, like exactly. Or like, Oh yeah, just yeah, like do it. But in this like, Yeah, that's that, kind that of the thing. Exist. Yeah.
1: Cause there's there's it's very it's very like um, you know, flexible mm-hmm. what you can do when you're actually playing a tabletop game with a dungeon master. Yeah. Where it's like in a lot of the cases, you know, maybe even if it's not a part of the game, the, the DM could just like also decide and something to roll on you know it's like you just you just roll on because that's kind of the the benefit of human brains interacting directly Mm -hmm. with each other is that it's like we can go in whatever direction we choose to go in like and also you know there's yes there's that and also it's like you
0: know a lot of times like when you're playing these games like the dungeon master has like like stuff planned obviously yeah like they like there's like a like, a back and forth where, like, like, they can, like, redirect the player towards, like, what they're supposed to be doing if they're, like, not mm-hmm. in on the right path, whereas that just doesn't exist yeah. here. It's like, you yeah. have... And a lot of, the, like, a lot of the game is, like, you know, like, finding little notes and, like, oh, there's, like, a hint here or, like, you know, like, mm. someone says something or, like, gives you, like, a password or something that you'll need later yeah. on. And it's like yeah. if you just miss those or you like forget
1: or don't write it down or something, you're just like screwed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's the thing is that it's like to emulate that aspect of freedom and kind of creativity in the way you navigate the world, you either need the direct responsiveness of an actual person or you need a very well designed mm-hmm. set of systems, set of rules and like, you know, just Ter- yeah. like environments that probably, do that like game design thing where it directs you where it wants you to go yeah. and I just maybe it's you know that it's just yeah. part of like we're not playing this game in the time it was made so we have a different set of assumptions but Definitely, it's like you know yeah. all, all all the future games we're going to be talking about kind of have do these same RPG things but in a way that they direct you you know like there, there's all these same hints in the, the different Bethesda games but somehow you pretty much always end up finding them you know because they point you towards them in a way that can be even obvious sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you have stuff like quest logs in the Bethesda
0: games. Exactly, where, like, yeah. They'll just write down the information you need to know in there, too. Yeah, it'll literally direct it'll, you to yeah, it with a it'll little it'll give pointer. you an arrow, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I think just, like, this game was, like, very ambitious. I think just, like, the technology mm. and, yeah, just, like, the, like, the, like, experience wasn't really there you know like there weren't like previous games that were trying to do this
1: yeah i mean we keep on saying yeah like they were doing a new (laughs) thing like
0: they were trying stuff (laughs) out (laughs) but uh oh this is this is one thing that i like i that i thought just thought was interesting you know we i talked about how like you know it wasn't really a thing to like go hire like game designers um yeah like richard garriott obviously, like, coded his own games and, like, did everything, basically. And then, like, we talked about the same thing with, like, Miyamoto. Like, he was, like, a weird, Mm -hmm. like, position for a while until, like, that became standard. But, like, uh, this article that I read about Wasteland talked about how Wasteland is, like, one of the few games, like, ever where the design staff, that there was, like, eight, Maybe there was like eight people designing the game, was like okay. way more than like programmers and artists, because there was one
1: <laughs> programmer for the whole game. There's one pro, <laughs> one person programmed the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. That's insane. Is That's crazy. remarkable. Yeah. But
0: like they they talk about how time consuming it was to design all of the maps, because all the maps are like pretty big, and they would have to like mm. obviously write like. Everything you could do on every single square, and like how it would react if you failed and stuff. Oh man! <laughs> so that it just like took forever, um, and th- and this game took like four years or something, three or mm. four, maybe three years to to make, which was also like not
1: usual for the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is. I mean, it's a pretty significantly big game for the time, yeah. and. And I mean, yeah, it it sounds like uh, the whole thing you were saying about um, each tile having its own program is like that kind of actually makes a lot of sense as the decision of a one person coding team (laughs) where it's like, I bet that just the fact that this programmer didn't have a a group of people to bounce ideas off of made made the whole process more frustrating and kind of time consuming than even just the sheer amount of labor it would take one person to do that. Yeah, I mean, like. It it's talked about as like a technical like feat because
0: like if you think about it is like crazy to think that this game like came out on the same system as like the ultimate game we played. Which is like Yeah, that is, yeah. Like are like superficially they look similar in terms of like walking around like a big map mm-hmm. and stuff, but like yeah, there's just so much more going on in this game. Uh, yeah, there really is. <laughs> okay, another thing we didn't talk about is... So, like, in the version that you... Like, the you and me played and anyone who's playing it modern in like, modern time would play has, uh, like, the paragraphs, like, in the game. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? But in the original... Like... Like, it'll say, like, you know, like, read paragraph, whatever, whatever. Oh, and you yeah, click yeah, on yeah. In yeah. the original those weren't in there it was an actual like paper <laughs> thing because they couldn't
1: fit all the text in the game and <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah that has to be one of the only examples of a video game having this was not actually enough like, room for text kind of common like, <laughs> in the 80s for, for really RPGs, yeah wow the, the <laughs> date the or the the storage was that small mm-hmm. yeah man well, it's like, cause they obviously, they, you had to fit all
0: the graphics and stuff on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the other thing is, like, it also acted as, um, like, a way of, like, uh, not copy production. Like, maybe copy protection is the word I'm thinking of. Like, you couldn't just, like, get, like, a bootleg copy of it.
1: Because oh, you had yeah. to, like,
0: buy it to have the actual,
1: like, paper That's really funny. That's actually a... That's a very um, interesting anti-piracy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't believe more people haven't used. (laughs) Because it's like, that is frustrating, Mm -hmm. and it kind of wouldn't probably fly with most, you know, games post a certain year. Yeah, no, definitely. But it's like, that would be so fun (laughs) to get a a modern game and that you can't play it without a certain book. (laughs) Of course, then you lose the book and you never play the game again. But man, that'd be fun.
0: Yeah, and that also probably comes from their experiences of, like, writing those books, where it was, like, turned a page, whatever, mm, to continue. Yeah. Because yeah. also what they did is, so people wouldn't, like, cheat and just, like, read through the book. They put in yeah, fake yeah. paragraphs that, like, that never show up in the game. There's there's a whole second fake storyline about, like, aliens and stuff that's not in the game at all, so that people would be confused if they just
1: tried to, like, read through that is so ridiculous, that and that's also that's the most somehow the most uh, like Fallout thing in the world, <laughs> to have a fake story in the book about aliens. That's like, that's like something that would happen in a Fallout. game.
0: <laughs> so for, for what the actual story is, it's really weird, because like so I watched a playthrough after a certain point because I basically got stuck, and it was, like this game is very hard. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Both in terms of like, like figuring out what you need to do sometimes, but then also just like, so I got to the like third main town, um, where there's some interesting stuff going on. There's like a, so there's like, um, this like cult, this like blood cult,
1: and there's like Ooh, okay. there's these
0: there's these uh, murders that've been going on. You can go and talk to like the detective and he talks about how like uh he tells you about like the crimes where it's like people have been showing up with or like they've been finding bodies with all the blood drained of them. Mm-hmm. And okay. like so classic. <laughs> there's this like item called the blood staff that like I guess it, like sucks blood out of people or something. So there's this like there's this whole like cult uh, like compound in like the like corner of the town that you can go into um and, but like so i i went in there and there's like these uh robot like guard guy i don't know like there's like robots okay. in there you have to fight and they're like they're really strong <laughs> and i was yeah. like yeah i don't know like what i need but i don't have it to be able to fight these guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, um, clearly an intentional roadblock. Yeah, and then there's also, in that town, in a later town that I didn't get to, there's a second, there's like a mushroom cloud religion, which they... Oh, yeah, I, I found oh, that. Oh, you found that? Mm-hmm. So you went to that I town then?
1: Yeah, because... I didn't do anything yeah, there, because they asked me for a, a password, essentially.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to give them the
1: blood bloodstaff after you get it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they asked for a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a that's a huge ask. <laughs> you want me to give you the bloodstaff? <laughs> and, like, they worship the, like,
0: uh, like atomic bomb, I guess. Is there a thing? Oh, really? Yeah. That's, like, yeah, it's not really explained, but especially there, it's just like, oh, the
1: mushroom, like, cleric or something. Oh, like a mushroom. Yeah, yeah like a mushroom cloud. Yeah. But then, like... Wow. It, but you... Do you know that that's that's in all the Fallout games? Yeah. Is the cult that worships the atomic bomb? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um,
0: yes. Yeah, so stuff like that is like really cool in this game. I think like, uh, it's yeah. just it, it takes a while. Like the beginning of the game doesn't have as much of that stuff, and like so. What I was what I was mm. going towards was. Like, the main, like, quest doesn't start until, like, halfway through the game. Like, I never got really? there. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You, you get to uh, Las Vegas, which is, like, the biggest town. Wow. We didn't talk about how this wow. this takes place in, like, Nevada. Um, oh, okay. Wow. And, yeah, so Las Vegas is, like, the topper, like, or the northernmost town, or city, I guess, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get, like, a quest there. Cause, so, like, basically what the plot of the game is or what's happening is, like, uh, this, like, science base or something, like, developed an AI. Like, this, like, guy, like, developed an AI that then the AI went, like, rampant and, like, uh, like started building all these robots to, like destroy all humans oh, okay. essentially classic yeah. okay. and so you have to like go
1: stop this AI and like blow it up man yeah you know I, I, think, I think overall it's like I don't I didn't enjoy any of the playing yeah. of it but the like can like to, if I could read this as a book or something <laughs> like I mean just the tone and the story and everything in this is like so great yeah, like that's such a cool story, like, and that's exactly what the story should be. I feel like for this kind of game, like, mm-hmm. that that's so fun, and all the all the, the you know the cults and the bunnies and all. Yeah, I think like all the, the
0: like the setting and the like, like the mood of it and stuff is mm-hmm. all like really good. I feel like, yeah. like the story is like not that great, like because it like it doesn't okay. like. Like the the fact that you don't know what is going on, uh, but like the fact that you don't like know like what at all is going on when you start the game, and like there's no like, like you're just kind of wandering around. On the one hand, yeah. is really cool, but it's like because it does make it feel like you can just like go anywhere, and you you kind of can, even though you you obviously can mm-hmm. go places where stuff is way stronger than you. Uh, yeah, but like. Yeah, like it. I, even when it gets to that main quest, from what I, from me, like watching that playthrough, it, like it never becomes like a, like an actual like interesting story. Like hmm. it's you're kind yeah, of like okay. continually like finding like clues in in the same way that like I feel like a lot of like tabletop, like when you're playing D and D with people, like turns out like you know turns out to be where it's like. It's fun and like it's an interesting story because you're like playing through it but not because like it's actually an interesting story. It's like yeah. Oh, you found yeah. this like this crazy clue and then like you figure out what it means and that's that's what's really cool, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Not that there's like And to be fair, that's that's all you really need out of a yeah. game story, you yeah. know. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to enthrall you more than like like it, it's all right for it to rely on the fact that you're involved. That's kind of the whole premise, you know. So Yeah yeah for sure um and it is like
0: definitely i feel like a step above like probably like you know other games from the 80s and just in terms yeah. of its writing like
1: um yeah but yeah I, I just think it's 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 crazy that it's it's literally the first in this series and it establishes so much of the tone like right from the beginning mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, they were definitely, like, pulling on Mad Max a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, you know, it's like, I. I it feels like um, with adding the robots. tone and, like, the, the, the tongue-in-cheek kind of aspect of it and the, the humor and the feeling of it is all so unique that it's, like, it's all right that it steals basically <laughs> all of its, like, environment and kind of, like, real-life concepts from Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty blatantly. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it adds, like, more, like, sci-fi stuff to the exactly, existing yeah. Mad Max
0: kind of, yeah, like, robots and, like, you eventually find, like, cloning technology
2: <laughs>
0: and, yeah, that's perfect. yeah, stuff like that. And you get, like, laser guns and stuff at the end. So, yeah, it definitely, like, gets more, like, sci-fi <laughs> than anything yeah. Mad Max, but...
1: Yeah and I mean cuz it's like if you take the Australian out of Mad mm-hmm. Max and add sci-fi I guess it does actually become pretty clear that like that idea that what the thing that they have in common just the idea of a wasteland mm. and scavengers is actually such such a primitive like basic idea that it kind of can be adapted into like a whole bunch of different almost separate worlds even though they share you know 80% of the same DNA yeah. where it's like Mad Max and Wasteland feel completely different even though like, the actual elements are almost all the same, just kind of with different flavors. Yeah. Put a little spice here and there. <laughs> that Mel Gibson spice.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little, little anti-Semite spice thrown in. <laughs> Just kicks it up, dude. I'm bit. so
1: glad you said that. With I've been I watched the two other Mad Max movies with my dad and my grandpa, yeah. and I constantly made jokes about him being an anti-Semite. And I feel like they didn't quite understand it, but that's all I think of when I think of Mel Gibson. It's like oh, all that's I know all about I think him, of too. Yeah, Mad Max, that Jesus movie, and anti-Semitism. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> the, I assume your dad would know that. No, he knows. Okay. It's just like they lived through the, the Mel Gibson era. Right. So to them, it's like, yeah, he's an actor who then did that. But it's like, no, I only know that. Yeah. And like who like beat his wife or
0: girlfriend or something. Oh, my God. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Just a crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. Who just did a great job playing Max. Yeah. But there's a reason he Mad Max
1: is recast.
0: Let's say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Because Tom Hardy was in the zeitgeist. Mm mm-hmm. After after we all heard his Bane voice, we're like, <laughs> like let's, "Let's see, see him in a movie where he never talks." <laughs> <laughs> Which also does he not say
0: a word that whole movie? He does, but like, but even in like I don't know about three, but even in like two, he like barely says anything. That's yeah. like definitely just what the character is, but it is just yeah. funny that like, it's like we're,
1: even in the first one, yeah, that's, a, that's the whole thing with his wife. His wife's yeah. like, "Why aren't you talking yeah. to me?" <laughs> and then and then you know they get ran over and then he's like well now i'm not talking yeah exactly <laughs> ever again yeah unless yeah except for like helicopter guy yeah they're yeah. Bugs. <laughs> by, the oh, it, by the end of it devin wait for 3 <laughs> oh boy even more helicopter guy <laughs> um
0: okay so tell me if fallout does something different and i i did play some of fallout one like young when i was younger but i don't really remember that oh, much okay. of it okay. um but so like i feel like a problem with this game is they talk about it um they talk about how like like it's a game about like like ambiguous like morality and like you can like make choices and stuff mm-hmm. i feel like there's actually like there is no like morality in this game. Like, be- <laughs> like, it's not like that it's ambiguous. It's like you can just like, like, I feel like this is one of the early games, maybe, where you can like literally just like kill everyone if you want to. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, like, there's in multiple things I read and, and like the playthrough that I was watching, like, in the first little um, town, there's like this lake. And, like, if you, like, hang around there and, it, like, if you fall in the water and stuff, like, kids will come out and laugh at you. And, like, you can kill the kids. <laughs> and, like, and there's other places where, like, wow. there's this, uh, like, there's this, like... uh, Did you go to the um, place with, like, the three tents and the train? Maybe. Oh, I saw that in a video. I saw the train. Okay, yeah. Like, if you go in the middle tent... Like, they don't let you in at first, but you can, like, kill the guy, like, guarding it, and then, like, go in, and you can okay. just, like, it's, like, a whole, like, tribe of people, and you can just, like, kill them all.
1: Wow. And there's, like,
0: other stuff like that. Like, if you go, there's, like, you know, like, bars, and there's, like, kind of, like, you know, mm. just, like, places and towns that, like, if you you can just start attacking people. But it's, like, the game, mm. like, I feel like in one sense, it. so one thing that we didn't talk about in terms of it being an open world game is like it's an it's one of the first games I think ever that like what you did in the world would actually like stay that way. But like if oh, you like yeah. if you like blew up on a door or like you like you know like destroyed something, it would stay destroyed. Like um and so yeah. the same thing with like killing people. If you kill people like they're gonna stay dead for the rest of the game. Um but it's like the game like there's no like consequences for doing any of that you know what i mean Yeah. it's like yeah no one like comments on it or like like mentions that you've done that at all
2: yeah (laughs) which i know in fallout
0: 3 there's a thing of like oh well there's obviously like a morality like system right yeah you have a karma yeah and like people will like you know comment on whether or not like you're like like what you're known for right
1: yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, I can't think of any good examples of like, you know, standout moments where someone acknowledges in an interesting mm-hmm. way what your karma is or your morality or whatever. But yeah, I do. I feel like there are little things. Like, there's the thing. You know, um, I don't know if. I, yeah, yeah, I was reading,
0: like, about Fallout Three, a while ago about how like, there's like the radio station, and they'll like comment on things you you've done in the world. Really. And either three or four. I don't. I don't know which one. Oh wow! Like,
1: Wait. Th- so is it like a news station, and then it's like, they report the news that you've done? Yeah,
0: it's like something you can tune into. You know,
1: like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they'll like, like if you like complete a quest or something, they'll be like, the wanderer, like blah blah
1: blah, did something or whatever, something oh, like that. Oh really? I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. I don't think I ever really used the radio in Fallout Three. So if it is that one, then I just yeah. never heard yeah. that.
0: But I do feel like that mm-hmm. is like definitely a, a problem with the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I I really think that this is just a thing that no game has really nailed mm-hmm. in the like, you know, RPG, like, you know, genre is it's like there's so many games that attempt to give you like a really interesting morality system. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, Fable gives you the horns and stuff. That's cool. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> And then and like people will occasionally comment on the things you do in Bethesda games yeah. or in Rockstar games or whatever. But it's just it's never quite satisfying. Is there no like know? um
0: in in fault with the like morality system, is there no like, you know, like people will like just like not like sell stuff to you or whatever, like stuff like that?
1: Uh see I never encounter that. Maybe it's like You have to do it. I wonder really if maybe they, there are things yeah, but I yeah, I wonder if it's just like in a very extreme You know place you have to be in for anyone to like treat you distinctly differently Yeah, Yeah. that is kind of the problem thing. It's it's tough because it's like pretty much almost all the time when you're playing a game like this You're gonna be you know morally in between where it's like you're gonna you have to kill a lot of people Yeah, and like even if you you know help every person that asks to help you and you know try to never hurt NPCs. It's like I feel like it just it's hard to not do anything And then it's like you're almost always gonna be somewhere close to the middle in a way that it doesn't affect the game, you know? Well,
0: I feel like most, I feel like the, the real thing is like most games don't like, as long as you're not killing like defenseless, like NPCs, like mm-hmm. that's not counted as bad at all. Like exactly. Um, yeah. And like, even if you do kill people, it's like, eh, you get dropped down a little bit, but you're still fine. Like, unless you yeah. kill like exactly, everyone yeah. and then you're really yeah. bad. But if you just kill, you <laughs> just kill one kid. It's fine. <laughs> you're still a
1: good person like you're still like plus seven really cares uh, good karma (laughs) or whatever it is (laughs) Uh, yeah you do some like random nice quests and then it kind of undoes murdering an entire town um and then also the town will just kind of forgive you after a few days of waiting (laughs) yeah in most games yeah it's like it's the problem of like they want
0: to give people the freedom to do that but then like if you can do that, then like you can't like really punish them that much because, then like, yeah. what's the point of letting them do it? If like you're just gonna yeah. like, okay, then you lose. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's that's
0: that's. ever did you have any other thoughts you wanted to bring up? I feel like that's all I had to talk about. Like, I, yeah. I like, really enjoyed it at the start because I was like, oh, this is like, this is cool. Like, it's like a lot more modern than like even maybe i was what i was expecting in terms of like how it like not like Mm -hmm. how you control it or anything like that's seems very old but like just in terms of like oh like like the the feel and like the mood and stuff all like feels like it doesn't feel like what you'd think of like an 80s video game
1: to me yeah i definitely agree there, there's something very ahead, of, ahead of its time yeah. about about this game in a lot of yeah. ways, and it really, it's like, yeah, I don't, I have truly no desire to continue yeah. playing this, but I am very excited to play the first Fallout mm-hmm. games because I never played those, and it's like if they're like this, but with like better, you know, interaction and interactivity mm-hmm. or whatever, then that sounds like an amazing game. Oh, I mean, what we should talk about is. Um
0: uh, in 2013 or 14,
1: mm. you know what this? Yeah, the the mm-hmm. sequels. Yeah, yeah. I I kept on seeing Wasteland two and three this whole time, and it was not until today that I looked beneath it on Google and saw that it was like the in the 2010s. Yeah. And I realized like, oh, both of those are modern sequels. I thought that they were at the time. Yeah, and like the first, which also which also led to my confusion about it being the same guy as Fallout. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So he like he like somehow like, got the rights back to it. And then he did a Kickstarter mm. for, uh, Wasteland mm. 2. And that, then that came out. And then just last year, uh, Wasteland 3 came out. Wow. Uh, Are they, do you know, did people like them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, um, Wasteland 2 got, like, game of the year at, like, PC, some sort of, like, some some PC, like, games website. Mm. And it was like, gen- yeah, generally like, awesome.
1: like, well thought of. And I think 3 was like, is good Dang. too. Um, Dang. I would definitely try those. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would try them as well. I'm like, the, I'm pretty
0: sure, um, like, Microsoft. Maybe not. Maybe it's just on. I know, I know Wasteland 3 is on Game Pass. Like, like back oh, when nice. I. Like, had the, like, I when I had that, like,
1: you know, last year or whatever, I saw it on there when it came out. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I've been paying for Game Pass for, like, four or five months, and I haven't had, like, a a device that can even use it in that time. Why are you paying for it? Because I I sent it for a trial Uh when I had a gaming PC for a day, and then I never canceled (laughs) it. And I don't know why. Oh, my gosh well you know they have like same thing with the playstation network <laughs> you still have your playstation thing yeah i accidentally bought a second year because it was on renewal <laughs> auto renewal. Oh, um yeah well you know like uh game pass
0: has like the streaming thing now we're like oh yeah so you don't like i don't know i yeah. haven't used
1: it or anything but like apparently it's not bad
0: like it's pretty
1: good okay i'll try it um, man i just tried streaming on playstation and it was yeah, so i've heard miserable. the playstation one is like is bad okay well then that's good maybe i should try game pass because I, I was kind of like if this is what streaming is like we're no one's going to be doing this for another 10 yeah. years like, i mean i'm sure it also like depends on like i mean you have pretty fast internet so at least for the next two <laughs> oh, days actually that was at my that was my at my old place yeah i'll, I'll play it for the next two <laughs> days because it'll probably be yeah. great and then uh yeah and then w- once you have a uh, gamography uh, international branch open. <laughs> we have to, we have to like talk about the legal implications <laughs> of this. Going to have to register as like an international company and pay taxes in every country. <laughs> in every single country. It doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where, where you are. They get a percentage. Any person that listens to the podcast in any country, that country gets that percentage of our <laughs> revenue. What, what is um 5% of zero? Because <laughs> that's how much they're going to make. Yeah. And that's what's going to make it especially uh, frustrating to file.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to have to file anyway, though. Just just write a oh, $0.00, yeah. zero, dot zero, zero a, dollar yeah. check
1: out to France. Literally negative, possibly like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> However much you spend on that microphone, I guess, is really all it is, yeah. but... Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, so they owe us money. Is that what I'm hearing? Because that's negative. Yeah. Okay, you paid like forty bucks for that okay. mic. What is one percent of negative forty dollars? That's how much <laughs> money we owe uh, Zambia, and that they therefore owe us. Wow. So you're, you've changed your travel plans. No, that every country. <laughs> okay, Devin. Every country. Okay, okay, okay. Well listen, we'll we'll work out the details off on. Venezuela is Singapore a country? Or is that a city? I never know. It is both. That's why. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
1: Man, Singapore really is like that's been up in the same category that Taiwan was for me for a long time, but I I I figured out Taiwan. I just haven't gotten around (laughs) to Singapore yet. Okay, Tim, tell me I what have you figured out about Taiwan? I mean, it's simple. Taiwan is China and so is China, but Taiwan thinks they're both China and China doesn't think that Taiwan is China. Nope.
0: Simple. Nope. It's, the, it's the other way around. What?
1: No, China thinks
0: Taiwan is China, but Taiwan thinks it's a country. It's its own country. The whole thing is Taiwan or China doesn't acknowledge that Taiwan is a country.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You said the you said it back. Like, well, what I mean is like the People's Republic of China um, recognizes Taiwan as like its property, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's like Taiwan is like no, we're also we're China. Oh
0: yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, like they they say like they're actually like the Chinese.
1: Like they both yeah. they both claim legitimacy to the title of yeah. China, but China the people's republic of china does not acknowledge their legitimacy but taiwan acknowledges the people's republic's legitimacy right it's because like it yeah because it like happened
0: with like a civil war it's imagine Mm. if like in the american civil war was like the south was its own country and it was like
1: oh my gosh
0: that's what it is like we're the actual like we're the real united states
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, which which is exactly what would have happened if the Confederates had done that. Like we both would be. (laughs) Wow, that's such an interesting way. Now that makes so much sense. Yeah, like the government, the like, the Chinese government like
0: fled to uh, Taiwan, and then it's not like really the same government because that government also got overthrown because it wasn't a dog. Like it's a democracy now, but it wasn't.
1: Wait, so the 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 Chinese communists that are running China now like took power away from what essentially was Taiwan and then those people had to leave the People's Republic and went to Taiwan? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they like so the yeah, it was like a rebellion against the government. Like a commun- it was like and it was a communist revolution won. obviously like. <laughs> and then so like wow. yeah,
1: the existing government left. So if if, if so if the like if the insurrection last year, or whenever that was, in the last year, had been successful, and they had overthrown like the the real U.S. government, and then that government had gone to like Hawaii <laughs> and yeah. to become the like the like the real United States, and then Trump's United States was this one. That's what would, that would be. Taiwan. Yeah. But replace communism for Trumpism.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Next episode, we'll be talking about Singapore. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye.